We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, an everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? What do sourdough bread, Zoom, and actor Chadwick Boseman have in common? Well, they were all popular Google searches in 2020. Hmm. Um, we also had election results, coronavirus, top U.S. trending searches, along with PlayStation 5. Oh. Uh, the news category included stimulus checks, a lot of people searching for that, and murder hornets. Oh, boy. And then prominent people who died in 2020, people searched for Kobe Bryant, Supreme Court Justice... Uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Eddie Van Halen. Back to sourdough. Yeah. Um, did you either of you ever do that? Don, you're a baker. Did you do the sourdough thing? Um, you know what? It was so difficult for me to find yeast for my oh, yeah. other baking ventures because everyone was creating it. So I haven't. But um, you know, it's something that I have always wanted to do. I did friendship bread. Uh, oh, years I've done ago. that. Yeah, oh, that's done good. That too. It's Here's so your Ziploc good. bag of. Yeast. Weird, growing items. It's like items. Amish bread, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you you take off a hunk and give it to someone else, and you got to keep with, it going. Sounds like, like a, a pyramid scheme to It me. is, yeah. It's MLM. <laughs> it yep, is. It. It's kind of like a, a chain letter. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I, I don't want this, but my if goal, I let it die. <laughs> my goal is that both of you would be in my friendship bread or sourdough starter <laughs> downline. That's my hope. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Um, okay, so uh, this girl in Ohio dedicated, or woman rather, dedicated her holiday decorations to her favorite artist of all time, Taylor Swift. And uh, Taylor Swift took notice. So she had her outdoor Christmas lights set to Christmas Tree Farm, which is a cute song by Taylor Swift. And so she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, then she also had a food drop box, a COVID safe one for donations to the local food bank. She put all this on her Instagram. Taylor Swift noticed it. And then I don't know how much she donated to the food bank, but Taylor That's Swift donated. Awesome. She also just donated $13,000 to uh, two women who posted something about, you know, they were just having a hard time, oh. lost their job, just had a baby, just all sorts of stuff. And how about the fact that she's got a new album out? I, I know. know. That dropped last night. I know. We, I didn't even <sighs> know until Jason told me halfway through the show. I got a text on my way to work saying, yes. God, Taylor Swift dropped a new album. Yes. I'm a Swifty. Sorry, Blue. It's okay. It's all right. And now Why have you... that lady at this concert? <laughs> Front row, Chardonnay in her head. And she grew up on a Christmas tree farm, but you, but you didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Um, do you guys remember the show? Um, it, it was called iCarly. 
and is on Nickelodeon from 2007 to 2012. Well, um, the gang is back. The original cast is returning for a reboot. The new version is going to have Miranda Cosgrove, Nathan Kress, Jerry Trainer, and instead of on Nickelodeon, the show is going to be jumping to Paramount Plus. Okay. Cool. I've never yeah, seen this show. This is a kids about. show that is like totally off my radar. I'm but. surprised. I thought for sure you would be down with that one. No. Me and the kids only doing murder docs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the latest dirt. You can find more by downloading our app or going to mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. Good morning, everybody. Uh, you're listening to the Donna and Steve Show, effective now until 12 noon today. Thank you for joining us. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hello. Don McLean. Hey. Hey. Now, um, it's funny. I was gonna. I was gonna talk about some things. By the way, coming up today at eleven o'clock, we'll be joined by uh, Mike Marcotte, formerly of Twin Cities Live, now of GiveMeTheMike.com, and he has put together this massive roundup of holiday light displays here in and around the Twin Cities, all the way into Western Wisconsin. Wow. So, if you and the fam, Fun. or the kids, or grandkids, whatever, are looking to just get out and get festive, uh, he's going to give us a nice breakdown of these coming up today. At 11. So I was going to lead the show by saying, hey, I went out. I did go to one last night, but I'm going to save my review for my uh, drive through lights experience at Valley Fair last night mm. for 11 o'clock because when I open up the grid today and see things that Ugh. Donna had already put in there, I'm going to, may I read it as it was written and then you can unpack it, Donna? If you want to use it as a headline instead of a spoiler, sure. Here, has, here <laughs> is how it read <laughs> A story, a DV, first of all, Donna Valentine. A story of my mishaps yesterday, spilling in a store, soap in my purse, and joining a private Zoom meeting that was supposed to be a memorial service. I laughed out loud at my kitchen table. And then I was like, well, I'm going to wait for my stuff because I want to hear how Donna's day was yesterday. What was going on there, bud? I felt like I was living in a sitcom. (laughs) So what happened was... I stopped into a store to get some extra virgin. No, extra virgin olive oil. Oh, I right. ran out. I needed it. I'm not just like, Maybe you know. Yeah. Yes. So I go in, get my olive oil. <laughs> now, this is not a grocery store, mind you. It's just a, a it's a home goods. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go into the store, get my stuff, check out. Woman wraps my olive oil in paper yeah i put it in the bag mm-hmm. i'm driving my car towards the door driving. i give it to the cart lady as i take out the bag with the olive oil it falls onto the floor no. woman says oh oh it should be all right <laughs> and i go oh yeah i'm sure it's fine as oil is oozing all <laughs> over the floor oh gosh so i'm like and it's right at the entrance of the no. store oh that is so slippery too I'm like oh. oh my god somebody's gonna die at my yes. hand <laughs> i'm like standing there what do you do you stand there you're embarrassed and you, i'm just like oh. i'm sorry i'm so sorry oh gosh and you're immediately thinking 
Who's paying for this? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. So I'm standing there like just, you know, kind of loitering, waiting for them to say. And I'm like, so can I replace it? And they were like, yeah, just go get another one. Oh, just and, yeah, and, get out of the way. And get the hell out of our store. Yeah. So yeah. they're like putting <clears throat> that stuff down that you put on vomit when kids throw up. Sawdust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I didn't, wow, I didn't even know stores had that. It, oh, it was yeah. more, it was something similar to that. But, you know, the same concept to soak it up. Yeah, I'm just like uh, I'm sorry. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah, just go and just go, God, <laughs> just get out of here. They bring out more I and did... more bags of mulch from I... the back. <laughs> oh, jeez. So I, you know, I had oil all over my hands, so I didn't know how to get it off me. So I went into the bathroom. As I go into the bathroom, I put my purse on the counter in between two sinks. <laughs> Dawn, let me just give you a visual of yeah. my purse. So it's, Okay, that is so big. It's the size of your the trunk of your body. It's like a small carry-on, you know, and it's oh open. My. It's got so much stuff in it that it's got a wide mouth, yeah. like it doesn't shut. Yeah. So a woman, another woman comes in to wash her hands, and I go, oh, I'm sorry. I move my purse. I put it on the right side of me, and of course there's an uh, automatic, automatic soap dispenser that <laughs> <laughs> it it squirted soap all in my purse. I'm like, are you, this, uh, this can't get oh, any God. worse. Oh, my God. So I'm like, I just got to get the hell out of here. So yeah. I leave. I go home. I had some, so I have a um, a friend who passed away recently, oh, and sorry. there was a memorial service yeah. yesterday evening uh, around five fifteen. I had something else that was I had to do, and so <laughs> I go onto Facebook for whatever reason, and I see a note from a friend of mine saying, "Hey, are you in this?" The Zoom, we can't get in because there's too many people. It was like oh, over 100 people. And, okay. I, and I was like, oh, man, I finished doing what I was doing. It is now like 615. Hmm. And she had just sent me the message like 20 minutes before. So I'm like, I'm going to see if I could sneak in, Yeah, you know, like on the down low. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, you know, blend in. Yeah. So I go to the Zoom link. I get in, all of a sudden I see my face and I'm like, no, no camera, no camera. <laughs> and then I just see three people basically having a meeting in an office. Oh, uh, no. You know, it was like a rabbi, <laughs> you know, like a what? secretary. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> so oh. all of a sudden I'm like, oh God, delete, get, get me out, get me out. I'm like touching buttons. I finally get out and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to just, not touch anything, go anywhere, oh, see anybody. No. You accidentally hacked a, a, a Zoom meeting. You know, at that point, don't you have a <laughs> don't you have a question to ask yourself? Is what does it matter at this point? And then maybe you go camera on and say, guys, guys, sorry I'm late. I got. Let me add to that. Right. And then just yeah. Just it all happened in a matter of seconds. And I think what had happened was that the service, you know, wrapped up. Yeah. And these three people remained on the line. And I was just like, just just let this day end. I'm such a moron. Did you get anything else from Home Goods? Yeah. Mm. What'd you get? Nothing good. Hey, hey, it's Home Goods. That's all they have are goods. I got some paper. I got. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking for a lamp, but I because I love lamp. (laughs) I got some uh, tissue paper. That's it. Lamps a little, little pricey there. I also they're, got they're some, some turmeric and um, mm. 
uh, gummies. It was turmeric and ginger, maybe. Wow. Oh, I don't remember, but sure. I got some gummies. Fine. I can't believe you went to Home Goods for olive oil. I didn't even know that they sold oh, that. Yeah. I just wow. happened to be passing it. And I sure. went, oh, you know what? I'll just pop in there real quick. Go in, go out, mm. just get what I need. You were so close to Payway, too. So close. Oh, you could have oh, just Oh, no, I was, I was in Edina. Oh, Edina has on, a Home Goods? Yeah, in France. Oh, Over by the Whole Foods. I only know the Eden Prairie one, oh. the home goods of the people, as right, it were. Right, right. Wow. What's the home goods in Edina like? Pretty fancy? Pretty similar. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> similar. <laughs> anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to oh, it. Oh, it's a great story. It's like your no good, very bad day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we're glad you survived it. How about this? Uh, speaking of surviving it. After the break, things that make you go, huh? There is uh, something that I read about millions of Americans who happen to be descendants of a guy from the Mayflower. And something happened to him that was sort of miraculous. That could be the reason why many of you listening are here. So if you feel too cheap to do 23andMe, I'll give you a watered-down version (laughs) of what you can claim is your family history when we return that and other dumb stuff on the Don and Steve Show on my talk. Welcome back to the show, Beb. Dashing through the snow, Beb. In a one horse open sleigh, Beb. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, Steve, you are just a treasure. It's fun to have a mic so close to my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right, on that note, let's just forget this ever happened. Things that make you go. If you have annoying friends who tell you about their 23andMe results, here's <laughs> something that you can say in response to them. Okay. You can, you can claim this. Millions of Americans, including the Bush family, do you remember me? Are descendants of a guy from the Mayflower who, get this, fell overboard mm. and only survived by grabbing a rope. And because he grabbed the rope and he held on and was pulled back onto the Mayflower, millions of Americans now live. Whoa. <laughs> right? Okay. Rope guy. That's the way I feel on most days. <laughs> <laughs> You might be a descendant of Rope Guy I from the Mayflower. Am. What's his name? They don't want to, can't release it due to him. It's hippo. Rope Guy. You have to, it, you have to pay for 23 oh, and then you'll get Lord. it. Oh, Lord. My dad had a great idea years ago. I've said this before, but anytime I get onto 23 and me, I'm teasing, by the way. If you found out your family history, I think it's lovely. I really do. Um, but he had a great idea that SNL should have done a sketch because, you know, they'd run all those 23 and me yeah, commercials and then you'd see someone and you're like, oh, that's what they told you? Your lineage? Okay. And he. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He said that it should have been, you know, someone applying, blah, blah, blah. We really want to get in contact with just our heritage and who our family was and our ancestors. And then it cuts back to like a smoky VFW. And it's just three old guys with a <laughs> dartboard and they're smoking. And then they just throw it at the thing and ping, it lands on the dartboard. <laughs> Tell her she's Asian. Tell her she's Asian. And then they write down she's Asian. They give it to the blonde girl. I thought that would have been a funny sketch. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, Kev. <sighs> He's a treasure, too. A treasure. Speaking of treasures, when Oprah Harpo gave everyone in her audience a car back in 2004, 16 years ago, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, they all ended up owing the IRS about $6,000 in taxes. I have, well, they got to sell the car then. They got to sell the car, yeah. got to sell the car. What are it's you doing? Sell that car. Still a win-win, you know? I mean, you either get the car, you love the car, you keep the car, you pay the taxes, but you don't pay for the car, or... You don't like the car, you like your current car, you don't need the car, so you sell the car. Gosh, so you just said car a lot of times. <sighs> Free advertising for cars. <laughs> All you car dealers, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, this is very funny. I'm not a big fan of Weird Al Yankovic's songs necessarily. They're cool. But when I read little tidbits about him just as a person, mm-hmm. they make me smile. Yeah. Weird Al Yankovic started the Volcano Worshippers Club at his high school in California. <laughs> oh, my God. Are <laughs> but, you kidding me? But, oh, Don, you would have been best friends. Oh, listen to this. I love it. He says that they did not actually worship volcanoes. They just wanted to get another photo of themselves in the yearbook. <laughs> oh, my God. Every group gets a photo. It's hilarious. It's so funny. A photo. Uh, what you going to do when they come for you? John Wilkes Booth. Mm -hmm. Killer. Donna. Sorry, actor. Sorry. Was he an actor? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was was in the play that that, that they went and saw. Oh, I didn't know that. Abraham Lincoln when they went to go see the play. Yeah, but wasn't he he watching the play when he was shot? No, he was acting, wasn't he? No, John Wilkes Booth. Well, are you saying John Wilkes Booth was an actor in the play and then was like, excuse me, and then stepped off stage and <laughs> went and I killed the president? I thought so, right? I, think he, I know he was an actor. I don't that know if he was in the play. Feels made up, but I, I like okay, that well, story better. I went to the whole, like, when I went to Washington, D.C., I took the whole yeah, tour. Yeah, me too. I don't remember that. And I was okay, uh, the home where Lincoln died. Right and, across the street. Yeah. So May, I mean, maybe I just made this up in my head. My mom does this kind of stuff all the time, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> we all like, do it, It Dawn. becomes fact. Like, yes. she thinks something, and she goes, oh, that's what happened. Don, if you haven't yet um, listened to the podcast episode, Free Brian Williams, and it's oh. by Malcolm Gladwell, the guy who wrote, yes. oh, a few best-selling books. I'm trying to think of them. Anyway, uh, it is so good, and what it will do is two things. It will give you some level of understanding, maybe even empathy for Brian Williams. Yes, well, I do have empathy for him. I do too. Well, and it will convince you how unreliable your own memory is. And mm-hmm. how, so like when you say things and you say them confidently and as fact, yeah. It's, there are so many things that your brain does. It's a really, really, uh, it's a really great podcast listen. It's called Free Brian Williams. It's 
really eye opening. When I listen to it, I will tell someone else next week, and I'll go. <laughs> Brian Williams told me to listen to this. Brian Williams told me. Yeah. Yes, and he's a descendant of John Wilkes Booth, who yeah. <laughs> fell off the Mayflower and onto a rope. Uh, okay, here's something about <laughs> Jupiter. Jupiter's gravity field is so huge that it basically acts like a vacuum cleaner, and it sucks away things like comets, huh. asteroids, and debris that would otherwise hit and possibly destroy the Earth. So what about I think extra virgin olive oil off of the floor. Could it suck that? <laughs> Bring Jupiter out here. You kidding me? Working on an asteroid. Hey, that's this... a good name for a vacuum cleaner. The Jupiter. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks ah. away the debris in your life. <laughs> I like to vacuum. I do too. That's probably the most we satisfying. Home I hate everything chore. else though. Oh. Yeah. I get it, Donna. Bathrooms suck. Yeah, bathrooms is not a fun thing. Wiping, like uh, dusting is not fun. Mm-mm. Remember people used to use the real dusters, like the feather dusters? Yeah. Which and just then it agitated just, it. Yeah, it just spreads it Everyone's around. like, <laughs> wow, it looks clean, Mom. <laughs> I was doing the coughing to try to stretch it out and maybe spin it into a scene because I'm oh. all out of... Oh, you're all out. That's okay. We always have stuff to talk about. That's not... You know what I'm saying? True. How about the winter online auction? You could get a preview right now, you guys. Yeah. It starts tomorrow. <laughs> it starts tomorrow. Don't what about sniff. John Wilkes Booth? Okay, so all <laughs> I'm coming up with, um, uh, go to mytalk1071.com for that. Uh, he shot President Lincoln once in the back of the head. Um, it doesn't say anything about yeah. him being in the play. I tried oh, to search it as John God. Wilkes Booth actor in the play. Um I wasn't able well, to find it. I think it. it's very dramatic if you were to have jumped off the stage, stage. <laughs> shot him. <sighs> yeah, but then there'd be that. Then everyone's like, do we get to see the rest of the play? No, <laughs> it's canceled. Calm down, Mrs. Lincoln. Donna. 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 You're in timeout. All right, I'll be in timeout. We'll Donna. be right back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Welcome. Yeah. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Yeah, girl. All right. Well, shut the hell up, Bing. We're about to talk about murder. Bing, ding, ding, doo. <laughs> um, I checked out Murder on Middle Beach on HBO Max. I watched oh. um, half of it. Have you seen it, Dawn? No, I don't even know what it is. It's really good. It's a it's a four part documentary. Okay. I've watched the first two. Um, first two. Murder on Middle Beach. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the name of a street. Scripted or docu-series? Docu-series. And it's got a kind of an interesting interesting way of telling the story. Because the person telling the story, the filmmaker, his name is Madison Hamburg. His mom was murdered on Middle Beach when he was 18. And the case has not been solved. And I believe this happened in 2010, if I'm remembering correctly. Just a horrible crime. And so what he does is he's doing this documentary as a school project, it appears. Oh. And he goes back and, hey, the film ended up on HBO. Right. Pretty good, right? Um, But it's that's got to be so personal and so emotional for him. So he goes back to Connecticut where the crime took place, um, where his family is, and interviews 
all of his aunts, wow. his dad. He, he goes to the police. He talks to the state attorney. It's just a very interesting um, take on a documentary because it's so personal mm. in that way. And let me tell you, this kid is 25 years old, 26 years old, I think, while he's doing this documentary. Fantastic. I mean, the way they put this film together with the pictures and the interviews and the um, the evidence, it, he just did such a great job. He just wow. did it just as a seasoned documentary um, filmmaker. filmmaker would. I mean, it was just really Did he go impressive. to UCLA Film School or something? I don't know, Dawn. Okay. That's a great question. Hmm. Probably. And he's he just seems like he just wants answers. And he finds out things about his mom that he did not know. Like there was this, she had this... I won't give anything away, but she had this side of her that he wasn't aware of. And people are trying to be as as open and honest with him as they can because they're his family. Yes. He's talking to his grandma. He's talking to his aunts. Hmm. Uh, he's talking to friends of his mom from AA. Um, so, you know, he, he, you could tell he suspects his dad of being involved. Because oh. his dad was somebody who, it, it kind of feels that way right from the beginning. Does he interview his dad? He does. Oh my gosh, I've got to see this. HBO Max? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's really, really good. Really good. It's called Murder on Middle Beach. And it's four episodes. I flew through two of them yesterday. So okay. you could finish huh. this like in a, in a day or a weekend. Hmm. So that's what I watched last night, y'all. I also want to see, I haven't watched it yet. But have you watched the, um, I, uh, what's the name of Patton Oswalt's wife's book? Oh, gosh, Michelle the McNamara. one about the, the Golden State killer. Killer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's um, available now, too. I think that's on HBO Max, too. And that's what I set out to watch. And oh. then I thought, I think I'll watch this. Oh, gosh. Oh. All right, so well, enough uh, murder. Okay. I, I, of a decidedly different tone we go. Dawn. Yeah. This... Pinocchio trailer. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm, I've got it queued up here. Looks so cool. Now, now I've only seen it. I just played it. No volume. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it looks so good. Like just good. It looks so good. It does. But I did a little digging, and critics are saying it's not good. And I'm like, I'm not going to listen to the critics. I'm going to make up my own mind. No, they're snooty. This came out in Italy in 2019. And it is, um, Robert Benigni is in this. Roberto Roberto Benigni. I'm sorry, yes, yes. Don't don't take his heritage away from him, Donna. Especially you as an Italian. So it's shot in Italian locations, it says. It's gorgeous. And it's all, I believe it's an all-Italian cast. Uh, he plays Geppetto, and um, it just, he, you want to listen to like maybe a minute of it? Is sure. it all in Italian? Nope. Nope. Okay. Oh, that's it. I've been thinking to make with my hands by myself a wooden puppet. Pinocchio, try to say something. Babbo. My son, my son is born. From oh. one day to the next. What do you mean from one day, from one minute to the next? Watch me, eh? And one and two. If you do like me, in two or three days, you'll be walking by your... 
my gosh, the animation is crazy. It's remarkable looking. The cinematography is beautiful. I know a certain place called the Field of Miracles. Put him in prison! Oh, call me prison! Wow. Doesn't it look fantastic? It really does. I've... I want to see it. So here's the bummer, and it's sort of an interesting backstory as well. It says only in theaters. Only I'm, in theaters. I'm like, this hello. Christmas. Only in theaters this Christmas. Do they? Do they? Do, do they? they know about the pandemic <laughs> thing? Like, are theaters open? I guess maybe theaters are open in other states. I don't know. I don't theaters know. aren't open. They, no, they are. They're open. Ours are open. I think so. Didn't I think they close the Woodbury Cinema by my house. I believe they do. You know, it's just like very few people are there, but okay. I thought we had like a new lockdown or something. Yeah, I thought with the most recent pause that they got closed again. Well, maybe they're open in other places. I'm surprised that it's not also on uh, on demand. So then I'm searching for Pinocchio on demand, and it takes me to a different Pinocchio movie made in 2002, also starring Roberto Benigni Mm. as Geppetto. Well, and this is uh, by a director, Matteo Garone. And it's based on the 1883 book, The Adventures of Pinocchio, by an Italian author. Mm, That's Um, cool. It looks really cool. So, you know, I'm getting mixed reviews here because when I look to see, I think, I mean, did you look, Steve, at some of the reviews? No. they. Some of the recent reviews don't look good, but in the story that I read on Hollywood Reporter, it says Pinocchio was met with positive reviews when it was released. It received 15 nominations. Well, in these uh, oh, you know what? Deep David Donatello awards. I got a, I got an eighty nine percent here on Rotten. Tomatoes. Oh, you do? Okay, yes, eighty nine percent. Let me read a couple. I'm going to text Paul McGuire Grimes and see if he's seen it. Oh, oh PMG. Great. I wonder he's if he been has. doing a lot of you know. Oh, I bet he's just in junkets. on the couch. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It says uh, it results in a film that is moving, tender, and sumptuous. What? But bears a sticky queasiness that some may find unbearable. Okay, that was a positive review from Adam White in the UK. Uh, a negative review of Pinocchio. The emotional tug, despite Benini's good work at the beginning and end, is never really there. Hmm. Uh, this Pinocchio may yet achieve cult status via a generation of traumatized children. Okay, <laughs> these are, that's a positive review that they have there. It's the- like mine yesterday. I uh, recommend it if you want to feel bad. Yes, if you're in the mood to feel bad. A tolerable, a tolerable film. film. <laughs> That's my F for fine. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it looked really good. Um, yeah, it does look interesting. So, yeah, but maybe it'll come on demand. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that for everybody. Uh, in the meantime, did you hear that Nicolas Cage is going to be hosting a show on the history of swear words? Yes. <laughs> Do you want to hear a little bit of the teaser of yes. Nick Cage? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. It is a thing of great wonder and mystery, quivering with complexity, strength, and resilience. However, also buried within a delicate femininity. And dare I even say... Naughtiness. Look one way and you see a gentle feline innocence. Look another way and... Oh my. Yes, it has the power to stir our souls and intoxicate our minds. Men have died for it. Women have moved in with each other way too soon for it. And to fully capture its essence, we must plunge, unafraid, deep within its enchanted garden. 
Hello, my friends. We are so close now. Feast your eyes upon the very house of life and death, the temple of sensuality. And a term for that kid too afraid to play dodgeball in gym class. Behold! Ew. It also could be a cat. Ugh. I think we need someone uh, like a Patrick Stewart, somebody with like a like a, hmm, a more a very dignified, trained, a more he, dignified. He sounds like a guy from California trying to do like a really dignified oh. read. What about Samuel L. Jackson? He's I a big that. cursor in movies. Yes, yeah, he needs to be somebody that's known for cursing. I think. Yeah, I'm you glad ever, that Nicolas Cage is working though. Good for have him. you ever watched Nick Cage in uh, Captain Corelli's Mandolin? No, thank oh, you. Oh, you've talked about this. I before, saw that movie was, in theaters. Right? It was really a tough. Uh-huh. What was it very about? Very tough. Uh, it was a tough. I don't remember. Uh-huh. I don't know. Some <laughs> some like guy who used to be in the military who found love with someone in a small. I don't know Italian hillside town we or something like that. We played a bit of his Italian accent. Yes. Once. yes. Oh gosh, I can't handle it. I'm mean, it's really horrible. It's That's really what we tough. Played. Yes, and 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 you get it the whole movie, and you just don't buy it at all. Accents are tough, and if you don't nail them, it's very it, that for me can uh, like pop my suspension of disbelief. Donna, for you, it's continuity. Mm-hmm. For me, it's when I hear someone slipping kind of back into their own accent. Yes. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. I've seen that happen quite a bit with British actors and Australian. I think I've seen Nicole Kidman do it on the un- oh, undoing. Yes. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, yeah. Hey, where are you from? Anyway. Oh, by the way, that is coming to Netflix, the history of swear words. I believe that's what it's called. Uh, mm. They're only 20-minute episodes, though. Oh, that's right? good. It starts in January. January 5th, I think. Yeah, something to watch right. in the winter. Or, or at least not. hate watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's more accurate, I think. All right, on that note. Hey, remember, Steve, we were talking about with I Am Grant, the guy who sang the national anthem when the um, sound system failed at a high school basketball game yeah the dad who stepped out and was like i got it yeah we got that audio oh great we'll have to listen to him he was really all in i'll tell you that much we will sample that and if you see something say something coming up next on my talk thanks for listening to the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Hmm. What are you doing over there, Steve? I don't really care for the noises. Oh, I do. Is that was meant to be just like satisfied with how the show's going? Ah, oh, mm. okay. I thought like you were a, doing like your a good bite of a sandwich of that painter guy. No, not Bob Ross, the legend, <laughs> who taught a nation how to paint. You <laughs> sicko! All right. Mm. I'm just trying to poke the bear. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Alrighty then. So we had the story about a guy. I guess a video went viral. I don't remember what his name is, but he was at a basketball game. The sound system went out. His wife kind of gave him an elbow and said, hey. And so from the stands, oh, in the crowd, the yes. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> he stood up and just started belting out the national anthem. You want to hear mm, what I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared, too. I think yes. he might be like a metalhead. Okay. All right, let's hear it. 
Fantastic. That's cool. Uh, and there's really hardly so anybody hard. in the state. This is like one of those small, like oh. elementary school looking kind of auditoriums. How exciting. That's pretty darn cool. I'll, he did a nice job. Um, he did. I will. Uh, I don't even know why they needed a sound system. The acoustics sound fantastic. My yeah. gosh. I will link this up for everybody wow. at mytalk1071.com oh, so you can see that. that guy. That's so hard. I've done it a couple of times. Ooh. One time it was forced. What do you mean? Well, because it was at our, um, so the the St. Louis Cardinals have a, um, I guess it's AAA team? Sure. In Springfield. Okay. And so I used to go, my, my morning show partner was um, one of the game guys, you know, so he was there all yep. four nights a week doing all the fun games and stuff. And so I was, I happened to be there that night and the person who was supposed to show up didn't show up. <gasps> Oh no! And so I was forced. Oh, and geez. boy, it's the most terrifying thing ever. And oh, you know immediately geez. by the first note whether or not it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> right? Right? Because, yes. because depending on where you start, you yes. know if you can hit the land of the free at yep. the end. And I didn't have a pitch pipe, and I was like, "Oh no!" Oh my god! It was That's really a- not fun at all. People Donna, like, real talk. Great. And I'm like, no. Yes, Steve. How much money would it take for you to? Sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. At the Super Bowl. I was going to go like at a Twins game, but let's go Super uh, Bowl. I'll take 100... the Super Bowl because they let you pre record it. No, no, no. You're going to do it live. We'll do it live. You're going to do it live. <laughs> and 100 million people will be watching around the globe. A dollar um... a person. <laughs> oh. No, real talk. If they came to you and said, listen, you feel like this is crazy, but we like your style of voice and we'd love it if you would sing. <laughs> Like, like, would you do it for free? Would you say no, it's got to... No, I would not do it for free. I would do it for $10,000, and I would really, really rehearse, get a... 10000 Yeah, is that a lot or a little? That's low. It's a Super Bowl. I know, but who am I? Doesn't matter. Right, you're Don, the person Don, you're going to represent her. Yeah. You're going to represent her. Okay, Absolutely. then back to a, a dollar a person. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> no. At least a million. Oh. Wow, Steve, I hate when you do that. I don't Why? like that game. Well, here's what I like to do. And then you find the person's number. Because a lot of people do it for free just for the experience of it all, stand out in the middle of that field. But then people say a number, and then I like to play, well, what if they said, well, all we can do is 9,000. Are you really going to say no to 9,000 because you didn't get your 10,000? You're going to walk away from oh, a, a minute that makes you $9,000? It's like with a house. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever purchased a home. But here's what happens. Our budget... It's 300000 And then you really have to ask yourself, so 301 and you're out? Right. 305, the, you love it, but you're out because 300 Right. I don't know. What do you want me to do? I don't know, 
stop saying things. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I hate this game. I love the mo- the money What's game. What's your is price? Fun. Is what yeah. I like to call it. What's what is your, your price? price? And then you always say, okay, three hundred thousand. Would you do two ninety nine? Well, of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about two eighty? And then you yeah. find their exact price. Yes, indeed. In fact, I've asked this question before of a couple of coworkers, just because you know I'm bored. How much would you? expect in payment to drive me home every day after work. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And then, you know, and then they start crunching some numbers. Just, geez, what would it take? I mean, it's going to be is a, it, like 20 bucks a day. It's an hour. Of, oh, Lord. I know they want more than that. Oh, 20 do. bucks a day. I think I got someone to agree uh, just recently. I think Kelly Hansen agreed for a hundred dollars a day. A day. Where does she because live? She the... lives in Cottage Grove. Oh yeah. So she's trekking all the way out to Chaska and then way back to Cottage Grove. Don, if you ever get stuck on the side of the road or you need just a Donna. ride, yeah. don't ever ask Steve because he oh, well, this will is a not. No. Here's what I don't like. No, no, no. Here's what I don't like to do. It's now that we're probable here, probably I'd be stuck on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> no. Being stuck is one thing. Here's what I don't like to do as an adult. As an adult, I don't like to do the, oh, we're both going to that dinner or the concert or whatever. Why don't you just swing by and pick oh, me up? Yeah, Why don't, don't we all like just that. drive separately? Okay, and by I the way, like I don't like to either. be driven either. I, I will almost never accept a ride with someone. I don't like to be driven. Oh, interesting. It's so funny. I have a friend who always tries to get me to pick her up, <laughs> or at least she used to. And I'm she, like, let's just say we're going to the airport. Okay, I live at 169 and say like 494 area, right? Yeah. I could just hop right on 494 and be at the airport, but she lives in Hopkins. So oh, I'd have, she'd be like, well, why don't you swing by and pick me up on your way? I'm like, because uh-uh. you're not on the way. Yeah. You're out of the way. So I'd have to go all the way there, then all the way back, then to the airport. Yeah. It's so funny. I don't like car talk. I love car talk. I like just being by myself. Me too. In the I car. like to listen to the podcast, sing to podcast. a little yep. bit. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant talking about cars. <laughs> oh no, I love car talk. Yeah, mufflers. Car talk. What's that? Uh, yeah, that's a. Hey, what is that? A that stick shifter? A Jimmy Rock? Oh, click and clack. Click and clack. Yeah, they're I not on it. anymore. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. They're oh. so good. I loved so that fun. show on a Me Sunday. Too. Me too. Mm. Oh. Donna, let's listen to old episodes together. Do you want to? Yeah. All right, Steve. We'll, we'll see give you reviews. <laughs> Wait, I want to come. Pick me up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nope, not going to happen. You guys, something amazing happened while we were sleeping. I don't know what that noise was just now, by the way. Did you? Well, I dropped my phone oh, a while you. ago. Um, Something amazing happened. Oh. <sighs> Donna, this is... Something amazing happened! Even I saw the headline this morning and I was like, I gotta put this in. How is this not in already? Uh, Big, big, big news for Swifties (laughs) all over the world. We'll tell you what happened while you were sleeping when we return on Donna and Steve on my talk. Okay. Do you want to dance now? I don't, actually. Do you want to snap? Yes. You're off beat, though. Okay, now you're back. Okay, Okay. bye. Bye, bye. We'll be right back.